0: America's police officers under fire. Men and women in blue are facing growing hostilities in the aftermath of the George Floyd incident and another recent shooting death by police in Atlanta. Police defunding, budget cuts, and long hours are also adding to on-the-job stress of many officers. Retired Police Sergeant Mike McGrew is co-founder of At Ease International a group providing free support and counseling service to police, firemen, paramedics, and other first responders. Sergeant McGrew's story is told in the book, A Higher Call to Duty. Sergeant McGrew, first, let's discuss how police are handling these attacks. Now, you were on the force in Santa Barbara for 30 years. You were called to serve during the Rodney King riots in Los Angeles in 1992. Any similarity to what is happening now and what happened 28 years ago in L.A.?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Um, and in the Los Angeles riots, the, the only difference was it was more localized, so it was here in Southern California. But the same time of uh, same type of behavior and activity was happening down there. It was, uh, it was a very da- dangerous place to be as a as a police officer. Um, but it was for me, it was something that um, that opened my eyes to the different communities as well because. It wasn't everybody that was looting. It wasn't everybody committing a crime. Uh, we had a lot of support.
0: We're seeing growing hostilities toward police around the nation. Why is that? Do you think? And are efforts to defund police warranted at all?
1: Well, the hostilities come with just the the incidents that are that are front. You know, they're right in they're right in the media where it's 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 beginning um, to derail the public trust that people have worked for so hard for the last 30 years that I was involved in it. We we really um, wanted to be part of the community across the country. Community-oriented policing was a, was a uh, type of policing that helped us do that through outreach programs. And now uh, with the defunding of the police department, that's going to, to hurt those efforts because uh, police departments and sheriff's departments have to answer 911 calls. They have to go to life threatening uh, emergency calls.
0: And what do you think of President Trump's executive order? He's setting guidelines on best practices for the use of force, also requiring the sharing of information about officer misconduct and using social workers in nonviolent situations. What do you think of that?
1: I think some of those things have already happened. Uh, social workers, um, I They are used quite a bit, uh, but there's times where they can't. And they call us. They call the police in to to uh, to help them out in dangerous situations. So, yes, if you can use a social worker for a child uh, neglect case or something like that. But there are also criminal activity that happens around it. So I I don't know that you're going to see that happen. Um, The uh, the tracking of officers that may that's already begun uh, the last. 20 years they began tracking use of force
0: and your organization at ease international provides free counseling services for police firemen other first responders specifically police what are police officers going through right now emotionally
1: well policing itself uh, involves layered stress that sneaks up on the on the people doing the job so uh, to go out to crime scenes and different situations that um, you can't come home and talk to your family about, you can't really talk to your friends about, it begins in isolation and there begins this process of post-traumatic stress beginning to happen in their lives. You know, you you put this on top of it where uh, they're not appreciated, um, that they have to talk to their families about, you know, all cops are not bad um, you know, it, it's hurting their families or their families are, are, you know, really upset about the things being said about the profession where they know that there's a lot of good people um, uh, involved in it. So those stresses are, are, are becoming greater and greater. You had the COVID. Uh, this was now, you know, not going on just putting your own life online, but you, now you were out putting uh, the life of your family online because you could bring that home. And so there's just a lot more pressures, I think, than I've ever experienced in the last 30 years that are hitting the the law enforcement. We have this program that's set up, uh, it's not uh, associated with a county a city, uh, anybody else. It's it's, It's raised for the community and first responders can call a number and they can immediately be set up with a counselor to address the issues that they're going through.
0: A lot like our veterans coming back from war, suffering from PTSD, high divorce rates, high suicide rates. Now, you were reprimanded for praying with people on the job after a picture of you praying appeared in the newspaper. But you continued to pray with people. And in your book, you tell the story of Mary, a woman you pulled over for a traffic violation.
1: Tell us why you prayed with Mary. There was a traffic violation that happened uh, right in front of me. I pulled the lady over. And as I was uh, speaking to her, she began to cry. And I knew that it wasn't about the ticket, so I asked her, um, you know, why she was crying. And she told me that she had just come back from the doctor's office and that she was told she has cancer. And so I knew it was God uh, telling me it's okay to pray. He he said another one uh, right in front of me. And so I I grabbed her hand and and, uh, I asked her about her faith. And she said she had walked away, but you know I, I said, "Well, would you like to pray with me now?" and and she did. And so I grabbed her hand and knelt down beside her in the uh, on the roadway there and and um and God just gave me a, a, just a really beautiful prayer for her. For me it's very rewarding because I can see God's grace. I know that, you know, a lot of the things that are happening right now are fueled by the enemy. You see how he works, how he wants to create fear, how he wants to create isolation and division and and you know, I I continue to pray and even at larger levels during some of the protests, you can see God's hand where um, he keeps the situation calm and he'll bring the right people to the surface to, to receive whatever message needs to be received that day.
0: Well, plenty to pray about right now. And it's good to hear those stories, positive stories about praying police. Okay, your story is presented in the book, A Higher Call to Duty. Sergeant Mike McGrew, thank you for sharing your time and insights today. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.